0: Get this baby in the hands of every Fortune 500 executive you could find. We call them Crackberries. That was from Blackberry.
1: On this episode of Why Watch That.
0: Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In Waterloo, Ontario, a momentous meeting is about to happen. Yeah, what can I do for you? Okay, picture a cell phone and an email machine all in one thing. And that one thing is what will come to be known as a BlackBerry, of course, brought to us by the good folks at Research in Motion, or RIM for short. But Mike Lazaridis, RIM CEO, played by Jay Baruchel, and his best friend and fellow co-founder, Doug Frigan, played by director and co-writer Matt Johnson, are having a hard time convincing Jim Balsillie, not Balsilly, played by Glenn Howerton, to make an investment. You see, Jim doesn't get the importance of this fact. There is a free wireless internet signal all across North America and nobody has figured out how to use it. But is Jim the one who will help them figure that out? After all, he's a ballbuster from Sutherland Schultz, a commercial manufacturing company, not a venture capitalist, and he has very little time for Doug's nerdy references. It's like the force. Sorry, have you seen Star Wars? No. come on. Jim's distracted. He's preoccupied by a life-changing deal that he'll close right after he shuttles these two nitwits out of his company's interestingly decorated meeting room. So it's certainly surprising when Jim shows up at rim unannounced and Doug smells a rat. That guy is sketchy. I don't think he's sketchy. The guy's a shark. I know how to market it, and I know who we can sell it to. But I want 50% of the company, and I've got to be CEO. I don't know who you think you are, but deal. Are you joking? Well, while it doesn't quite happen that way, no, he's not joking. Unlike Doug, who's an idealist, Mike knows that they need money, and he knows that they need someone with business savvy on their team. So Jim's the guy. And he finds that time is of the essence after he discovers that Rem has been taken for a ride by a competitor.
1: In a race to get this thing to
0: market, and we are a year behind. I need a prototype. I'll do it perfectly or I, I don't do it. Mike, are you familiar with the saying perfect is the enemy of good? Well, good enough is the enemy of humanity. And humanity has no idea that a revolution's taking place. But what's coming was predicted. At the start of this film, Arthur C. Clarke, writer of 2001 A Space Odyssey, said this about what the world would be like 50 years after 1964 men will no longer commute. They will communicate. Mm hmm. But communication can be such a tricky thing. After all, according to Doug, Jim has a bit too much sass. And according to Jim, Doug is a clown, which leaves Mike in the middle with a decision to make as they prepare to pitch Bell Atlantic. Should, should Doug, come with us? sir. No. You want to be great? You need to sacrifice. And the more painful the sacrifice, the greater you'll be. So Mike leaves Doug behind, which will prove to be a pattern, and gets on a plane with Jim, bound for New York City. And after a series of unfortunate events and surprising revelations, he makes a believer out of John Woodman, the man calling the shots at Bell Atlantic, who's played by Saul Rubinek. What do you call it? It's called a Blackberry.
1: Hmm, try
0: typing with your thumbs. And with that, they're off and running with no idea of where they're ultimately headed. You see, when you succeed, your bigger, wealthier rivals aren't just going to lay down and take it. I mean, just listen to Carl Yankowski, played by Carrie Elways, who's Palm Pilot's CEO. You guys have no idea how to run a company.
1: You said they were the best engineers in the world. You said they the best engineers in Canada.
0: So it's growing pains for the fellows at RIM. But everybody's got to grow up sometime, and everybody's got to learn sometime. But when you grow up and learn, not everyone joins you. So as pressure mounts, it's a question of who will get the credit. I created this entire market. But as they fight for recognition, will they also fight for their share of the blame when things go south? For one, to stay one step ahead of the competition. You need to sell a million blackberries. Uh. For two, BlackBerry usage is limited by the size of its network. So if there are more phones on these networks, they're going to crash. And that's number three. Is what they're doing legal? Because in recruiting the best and brightest, including Paul Stanos, a former Google engineer, played by Rich Sommer, who asked that question, someone might have cut a few corners, skirting a few laws in the process and drawing the attention of the SEC, whose representative, played by Michelle Giraud, wants to know whether Mike knows. The sentence is multi multimillion-dollar stock fraud. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only catastrophic obstacle in their way. And the resulting chaos leaves their future in doubt. I mean, remember when Steve Jobs said this? We are
1: calling In the middle of a hostile
0: takeover! What are they paying you? I shouldn't say. They're paying me $10 million. Yeah, me too.
1: All right guys blackberry i have something to reveal but before i reveal it i want to remind you to like share and subscribe for this episode now listen people always tell me that oh my god brady why do you keep random things in today's review of blackberry i literally have my Blackberry.
0: oh my god <laughs> but see that's not the that's not the one when they tried to compete with the iphone and you have Right. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I think. So I you had it.
0: the one that we all liked. Yeah. Before they try to compete.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody. You. Yeah. No. We just went to the iPhone at that point. Right. So. And you, <laughs> exactly. And you'll yeah. see how
0: that plays out in the movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody gotta learn sometime. Remember that song? I do. That <laughs> song from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Change <laughs> your heart. Look around you. Yeah. Like that, yeah. right. yeah. So I had to reference that in my plot summary, of course. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so yes, it, it it took me back, just as you watching the plot summary mm-hmm. takes you back to that time. What about a palm pilot? Do you ever have one of those?
1: Did I have a palm pilot?
0: That's a no, because you would remember. No, yeah, that's no.
1: <laughs> that was some. That was some. Like mini palm. The palm pilot also make like a mini looking laptop thing that.
0: Maybe I don't know. I never had a Palm Pilot. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I want to say my dad yeah. like gave me one at some point, and mm. uh, it was just for me. It was too clunky. Like I was like, I'm not carrying this thing around, but I'll use it at home. But I can't remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's the thing. And that, the BlackBerry was better because, like you're saying, it was more compact.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I remember the BlackBerry. That was before I went to iPhone. Sorry, mm-hmm. BlackBerry. <laughs> yeah, I think we all moved over. That's yeah. So. <laughs> right yeah. before that. Cause I had a razor. I remember mm-hmm. then I think it was blackberry mm-hmm. then the iPhone dungeon that I've never escaped. Uh-huh. So <laughs> as you can see, as we're talking, yes, this is based on real people and events. And from the beginning producer, I was like, wait, it feels like the time period, mm-hmm. just the grainy imagery that yeah. they used all you know, of course, the way they look, you know, the costuming and so on, mm-hmm. even the way they speak. Um, but on top of that, there was a sense of high stakes that I didn't anticipate. Uh, for Mike, Doug, and Jim, plus you have the spot on nerdy em- energy as well, like the whole thing about Star Wars, there's a lot of that, but it's smart mm-hmm. and there is some humor, but not too much. So, you would expect them to go full-on humor, but they don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It really is a drama. Mm. So it's just an interesting mix that they, it just all was clear to me in the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think they got the balance right. I was surprised by that. I really was. Okay. By the, it was very smart how they did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because just watching it, you can see it's. it looks like a mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't look at the camera. You know, it's not that kind of thing. It's not...
1: Uh-huh. Mm -hmm.
0: so it it was just really smart decisions and when they speak it sounded like people talking and I was just wondering how much of it was written and how much of it was improv Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was that just I could tell it was written but how much it was that kind of question because it wasn't overly improv I just think they were smart with a lot of this and Again, it's directed by Matt Johnson, who is the guy who's like, wait a minute, no, what are you doing the whole time? (laughs) Uh Co founder. And he co wrote the screenplay with Matthew Miller. Um, I just think it was just smart. Mm, Cool. Smart choices. And it's paced very well.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I never went, okay, can we move on? They really kept going through the history of this in a way that felt like it wasn't too redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just proof that it doesn't take a big budget or big stars to do something good. Mm-hmm. What you got to do is respect your story and your audience. Why don't we start there? Mm-hmm. Why don't you start with the story in the audience and not some message <laughs> that you want to deliver? I don't care. deliver whatever message you want. But if you disrespect the story in the audience, I don't care what your message is. Mm-hmm. That is not first. Mm-hmm. Maybe you find your message. When you obey the story of the audience, maybe you find it then. I don't know. Honor mm-hmm. the characters, mm-hmm. honor the narrative, and stop trying to say, Oh, I wish this is how the world would work. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Just show it as is. People aren't that dumb. Yeah. Note how I said that. Like
1: that uh, question.
0: Uh huh. Like, there's a how lot. Man, how you feel about me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you never know what a wild watch that. Also- oh. um- there are lots of movies like out now that are like origin based stories, like from yes. Tetris to Air. Yeah, um, we have Blackberry. Like, is this are a- you trying to
0: do my job? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, even let me get to it. Go ahead, steal my thunder. <laughs> this is this something that we, that we need to be anticipating? <laughs> yeah, so in in that context, I liked it better than Tetris. Mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to watch it with air Mm. because one of the main things here, producer, and you know this because of your work outside why I watch that, there is a delicate balance when you're doing something new between innovation and complacency. So once they hit, you know, their marks, they make it big. People love the Blackberry, it becomes Crackberry. What do you need to keep doing to stay relevant? Because you never know who's coming. I mean, even when, before they became successful, They didn't know that people were trying to do what they were doing. So that's always something that happens in the technology space. And you don't want to go too far that you alienate the people who like your product. But then if you don't, there might be something that comes out, iPhone, that destroys what you've done. But this is capitalism. This is how it works. Capitalism is about destruction. That's how you create something new, because that's how the universe works. That's how it all works. When something is born, something goes away. You can't get rid of it. I know y'all want to. But you can't. And and but that's also, producer, when you make it big, there's a cost to everything. The cost is you can also get destroyed. Well, yeah, well, I wish the world say, weren't like that's,
1: this. That's how that's I mean, yeah, but that's that's the that's nature, you know. Survival of the fittest, evolution. That's just that's the beauty of what allows us to continue. Some to people don't believe in, exist. in that. I mean, it's don't not about it. a belief. It's it's a system set up. No, no. They, like it's like saying the sky is blo- Like there's oxygen
0: exists. There's no argument there. It's there. Somebody would argue it. What is it's not their truth? How dare you? It's not their truth. <laughs> well, now, okay, but we're not gonna go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind if you think of air air is really it depicts the start of enduring of an enduring success this shows how fleeting success can be mm-hmm. so i think it would be an interesting pairing mm-hmm. uh, i enjoyed them both even though they tackle success differently so you know it both of them it's no frills that's what i like and you show the world as it is. That's the best statement you can make. That is the statement. My God, just show it how it was. We ain't that stupid. So with that said, producer, this is available to rent now, right? Everywhere? Yeah, all
1: over the place. Voodoo, prom, video. Um... Wherever you rent movies. Yeah, it's all over the place. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: Hopefully it'll be streaming at some point as well. I don't know if they have that lined up um but if you're interested in in anything like what i said if you like you were saying producer if you enjoyed air and or tetris you're in that kind of mood if of course you were alive during the time and aware and you had a blackberry or you know you're in that th- this is a perfect movie to watch just to know uh oh <laughs> just to know how it played out in this fictionalized form of course, I didn't even know the story, to be honest. Yeah, I don't so, know the yeah. like
1: story at all. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is interesting to me. I'm definitely watching yeah. it when it's streaming.
0: Yes, exactly. I, I would say check it out. It is definitely well worth your time. And in and, and this time, when something is just good, like, you know, good, it feels good to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. So my
0: hat goes off to all of them, the cast, directing and writing, editing, all of the people who did the crafts. I think they did it well without a lot of money because they don't take that. Mm. And we don't have money either. So with that, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWTRadio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, Don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.